The Noki isn't a typical place most new homeowners fight over. Travel agents and tourist guides sway visitors away from the struggling, slogged industrial complexes and into the more lush greenery of the Appalachians. The trailways and bike paths and nature observatories. The wonders of God's country. In town, though, not a single member of the city board cared to bring attention to the growing pollution and what the smog was doing to the citizens or the many other living things that called the Noki home. Even the millennial hipsters had given up the Noki, leaving behind their vegan restaurants and flannel dress code coffee shops that hosted poetry slams twice a week for more promising quadrants south in the state. Places like Floyd or Meadows of Dan, far away from the stink of rotten eggs and musk, and far away from the one of the many problems that had many loyal citizenry concerned, the ever-increasing infestation of stray cats. The worst of these feline outbreaks were isolated near the factories and the coal and the dirty winds that kept to certain pockets of the valley. The issue was never really addressed. So what if a Burmese tom fell into a vat of sulfur dioxide? Who's gonna notice if a Himalayan molly nested her young under totes and pallets of radiated formaldehyde? What number do you dial if some of them glow green and yellow at night? What night shift guard on a part-time salary is going to make waves about the loud piercing cries and howls along the pipeline? Better yet, was there anyone still living in the Noki to care what happened to those refineries? How sections had to be closed down due to disappearances? Or how about... Despite the hazardous conditions, the population of felines had reached epic proportions, offsetting the ratio of breathing living people to at least ten to one. Didn't anyone make mention of these issues at the quarterly board meeting? Was there a town hall? News broadcast? Not a one. Not even when those unusual glowing breeds of cats began swarming into the lower ends of town, taking over sections of the Noki that had been abandoned by those who still had the capacity to leave. The houses squatting on the lawns along Williamson Road to Tinker Creek were never new, even back during the insurgency of suburban culture, back when certain politicians squalled on the boob tube about commies, when everyone chanted, I like Ike, when the most popular items typically had the name Atomic associated with it, back when a hoe was a hoe and a screw was a screw, or however the song goes, the Noki wasn't new then, but it was certainly becoming something else, something new for the next generation of Americans those brave souls leaving behind the farm for urban city living, or as much as a city could be defined as such, with a population flatlining around 15,000. There's a saying about time marching on, and it is very true. Time does march on. What had once been white as snow paneling of those houses gradually turned gray with soot from the refinery, but not overnight. 
gutters came loose and those still of means to make repair didn't see much use in trying. Now windows had that smudgy, sick yellow look to them. Dingy, no matter how much Windex you sprayed or scrubbed with a rag. Driveways pitted with sprouts of green weeds and lawns covered with witchgrass. And the cats. Jesus, Noki was becoming overwhelmed with strays coming in or being drawn away from the factories.